Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Winter meetings have officially started for 2022, 2023 in San Diego, but some teams got ahead of the punch. Within the first 48 hours, the winter meetings have already dropped bombs. Welcome back to the Dugout, everybody. I am Carlos Sinag, AJ Caldwell. That is the Yankees ride or die guy, Drew Zagrosi. Wow. That's all I got to say, Drew. We got a lot to talk about in the episode. We're going to have a lot of different discussions as always. But do you have any initial reactions to what we're going to talk about today? I want to save it all till the end. I'm going to save it all till the end. <laughs> He's biding his time. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. As always, make sure to like and subscribe, rate and review the podcast. We are all over podcasting platforms. We have got another top five. We've got more this or that. So we've got overrated, underrated. We've got more Hall of Fame discussions. And then the winter meeting discussion that is going to be the conversation to end all conversations, Drew. I mean, that, that nothing's even happened yet. And I feel like we're already uh, drowning in all the news that's going on. So yes, sir. Um, let's just get right into it. We got another top five. We're in the top five brewers because I'm so excited to, to do this. Um, Drew put this on me last week after I uh, completely rightfully kneecapped the brewers uh, <laughs> and their collapse. I don't want to do this. Um, at number five, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Christian Yelich. Okay. I'm going to put him at number five. And the reason for that is because of his 2018 MVP season. Um, as much as we like to forget that because of how bad he is now, he had an all-star season, best player in baseball, yada, yada, yada. Um, Christian Yelich, one of the best hitters um, until recently. Um, he will more than likely return to form, uh, but who knows? Uh, so yeah, let me let me get Christian Yelich at number five. Um, he's, a, he's an all-time you know Brewers player. Uh, deserves to be on any top five Brewers list, I think. Um, whatever that means. So Christian Yelich number five. No, he reminds me a lot of uh, Cody Bellinger. Both of them really similar, just trying to come back to their uh, original form. But um, we'll see what happens. Um, number four, I think I'm going to go with Gorman Thomas. All right. Yeah. Uh, from 1973 to 82, he became one of the uh, league's most feared hitters. Um, let's see here. He hit 32 home runs in four different seasons in a career high of 45 in uh, 1979. So, Gorman Thomas, number four. Okay. Gorman Thomas. I love that. I don't know who that is because that's perfect for this segment. Um, <laughs> at number three, <clears throat> let me go with Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder. Uh, honestly, Prince Fielder on, on any of these uh, Brewers lists, uh, he's actually the one player that I enjoy talking about. Um, Prince Fielder was just fun to watch when you have a guy that weighs as much as he does and <laughs> he just runs around the bases like his life depended on it or he you know hits a home run and you remember his home run celebration where he'd jump on home plate and everyone would fall down I mean that was that was those are good good times good memories um, but his stats as a brewer I mean he hit 282 for his career uh, six seasons so not great but I mean 
the home runs, what everybody talks about. 230 home runs, uh, <clears throat> over over 600 RBIs, um, almost 1,000 hits in six years. That's unbelievable. Um, a 929 OPS, Drew, in six six years. So Prince Fielder was that dude. Um, he was a great player for the Brewers, and I got him at number three. I don't think this has changed, but if not, he's uh, he's the youngest player in history or NL history to hit 50 home runs, youngest player. So in a season, yeah. Wow. Not sure that's not sure if that's changed or not, but Prince Fielder. That's uh something I read about. Um, number two, I'm gonna go with Cecil Cooper. All right. Okay. Yep. Uh, 944 <laughs> RBIs, 201 home runs, 345 doubles, and that's just with the uh, the Brewers, I believe. Um, helped the Brewers with their most successful season in franchise history in 1982 as well. Cecil Cooper. Cecil Cooper. I've never been more proud of you in my entire life. No. Because you know, you know what, you know what just happened because you did that. I don't have to mention the guy in the top five, and I get to mention his name as an honorable mention now. There you go. Number one is Robin Yount. Yeah. You know who's not in the top five Brewers list now, Drew? <laughs> who isn't? Ryan freaking mm-hmm. Braun. Yeah. I am so thankful. I, I was I, I was really I was dead set on you saying Ryan Braun <clears throat> at number two. No. Ryan Braun, for anyone that is unaware, and if you're unaware, I don't know how you're unaware, he might be one of the most annoying baseball players of all time. <laughs> he had his whatever his PED scandal was. Yeah. I think there wasn't a single fan base that liked him. That's not possible, people. That's not possible. 29 other fan bases, and you've ticked all of them off? He just had that type of personality. And I'm so <clears throat> thankful he's not in our top five. Oh, let the people rejoice, man. That is... Thank you, Drew. Thank you. I've never been more proud of you my entire life. Robin Yount. Let's stop talking about Ryan Bryan. doesn't deserve any airtime. Robin Yount. <laughs> Best player in Milwaukee Brewers history. Played from 1974 to 1993 with Milwaukee. Uh, and his stats were also off the charts. Over 250 home runs. Hit 285 for his career. Uh, but his best season was in 1982 where he hit 331. 29 homers. 114 RBIs and the 957 OPS. Uh, he was uh, he was the GOAT during that era, man. I mean, yeah. um, if not for those other people that we talk about in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, Robin Yount deserves to be in a conversation of the goat of that era of baseball. Um, obviously, there were so many other people that we could <clears throat> we could talk about, but um, in the Brewers' history, I mean, no one even deserves to even hold a candle to what he did with the Brewers, um, and and as a shortstop as well. I mean, you think about all the shortstops the Brewers have now. Drew is having to literally dig a five foot hole to talk about Willie Adamas. That's how He's bad it is for the Brewers now, man. Underrated. Underrated. Oh my goodness! I, I like that. That's how bad it is for the Brewers. So Robin Yount uh, deserves to be number one on this list. One of the best shortstops in Brewers history. Uh, and finally, we get that out of the way. Top five Brewers in in franchise history. Yeah. All right, y'all. We uh, got another uh, another one of our favorite times on this show. We've mentioned multiple teams, and Drew. I thought about just kind of you know giving the whole final uh a final nail in the coffin and doing the final NL Central team. But I'm gonna hold off a little bit to go to our lovely friends the Cincinnati Reds. Oh um I'm gonna wait a couple weeks for that. Today I am uh I'm excited for this one. 
doesn't doesn't nothing does justice to what the Milwaukee Brewers won was last week. So that's kind of that that's the standard now, Drew, is what what we experienced last week. But today, I'm going to talk about the collapse of the Colorado Rockies. Okay. Okay, the Colorado Rockies have had an okay franchise history, right? If you look at the Rockies franchise history, in 2007, they went to the World Series. They were the National League champions. Now, they got I think it was they got swept by the by the uh, the Red Sox in 2007. Um, in fact, I mentioned that as my uh, favorite baseball moment I watched live was you have. eating burgers with my dad and watching mm-hmm. that game. Um, but the Rockies actually haven't been terrible. And so you're like, wait a second. There's got to be a catch here. Oh, there is. Oh, there is. Because the Rockies, and everybody brace themselves. The Rockies once fielded an infield. Of DJ LeMayhew. Yep. Trevor Story. Mm-hmm. And friend of the show, I mean, not yet, but hopefully soon, Nolan Arenado. Yeah. That was your infield. Keep in mind, people, the Rockies also had Charlie Blackman. Yes, sir. Keep in mind, they also had Herman Marquez, who, when we talk about underrated players, is an underrated pitcher. People, during those years, so Arenado's been in the league, what, 10 years now? They made the playoffs twice. <laughs> twice. And so now you kind of see this come into form, right? Of what this collapse actually was for the Colorado Rockies. Since that World Series appearance, they have yet to return to the National League Championship Series. They have yet to win their division. In fact, the year they went to the World Series, they didn't even win their division. Um, the last time the Rockies won the NL West, exactly. They never have. <laughs> um, that shouldn't come as a surprise, really, when, you, when you're in the same division as the Dodgers. But it's just fun to say. Um, the Rockies have been in the playoffs three times total since that World Series appearance and twice since that infield I just mentioned. So what's the real kicker with this Rockies collapse? Drew, you already know what it is. Oh, yeah. Drew's Yankees got DJ LeMayu. Trevor Story had some interesting free agency, you know, decisions that he made. And then the St. Louis Cardinals in one of the, if you guys play fantasy football, you understand what a fleece job is, right? When you trade somebody, some players, and you get something in return that's so much better than what you traded for. And you realize like months later and your friends tell you like, bro, why'd you have to do that guy like that? (laughs) This doesn't like this trade that the Rockies and the Cardinals did blows fantasy football trades out of the water. Drew, I want you to pull up as I'm talking about this, just what the, the, the details of that Rockies and Cardinals trade were just to give us some, some exact uh, numbers on this. The Nolan one, right? The Nolan one. But y'all the Rockies trade Nolan Arenado to the Cardinals for a bag of cookies. And that's that's being generous. It was a bag of stale potato chips. You want me to read it? Go ahead. Alrighty. So, the Rockies traded Nolan Arenado. That's it. Or no, no, no. Yeah, that's it. The yeah. Cardinals trade Austin Gomber. 
I don't know who that is. Yep. You know that, that was so that was the biggest name in the trade. And that tells okay. you everything you need to know. If you have to uh, figure out how to pronounce a guy's name. <laughs> uh Mateo Gill. Yep. Um I cannot tell you how to this name is spelled E L E H U R I U Montero. Okay, get to get to the uh get to the money in the picks. Uh Tony Lo- Losi and uh Jake Somers. Uh, I don't see any money. Okay, so so th- those were all the the picks that were uh or, yeah. sorry, not all the picks. Those were all the players that were given for Nolan Arenado. Austin Gomer being the best one. And Austin Gomer was kind of tanking. At the Is time he still around? He still pitches for the the Rockies, I believe. Okay. I don't know if you see that see that in the trade, but there were cash considerations. <laughs> cash considerations in this Nolan Arnauto trade. That basically that this is what it essentially was. The Rockies are still required to pay Nolan Arenado. Oh yeah, I think it's fifty one million, but I'm not sure about that. Fifty one million dollars. I'm not sure. Not not that we gave the Rockies. Right? The Cardinals didn't give that. The yeah. Rockies have to pay that. Yeah. So you trade Nolan Arenado for a guy that was not good on the Cardinals, had a couple good games, and a bunch of guys that you can't even pronounce their names. And our farm system is great, so if you have that, that that tells you how bad those guys were. And money that the Rockies are paying us. They're paying it. They're like funding the city of St. Louis with that money. When we talk about collapses... I, I, I beg you to find me a bigger collapse more recently with a franchise than to trade away a gold glove player every year. For who? Yeah. For who? And the worst part, Drew, is like, it wasn't even, oh, well, at least we have LeMayhew and Star. No. The, no. Ryan McMahon, who, I mean, I all love Ryan McMahon. He's a great player. He's not Nolan Arenado. No. Charlie Blackman, the only thing that's relevant about Charlie Blackman is his beard. <laughs> like, he's not, like, the Rockies aren't relevant. And the only thing that made them relevant was Nolan Arenado. Did, Drew, do you remember watching uh, Colorado Rocky highlights outside of Nolan Arenado? Yes or no? No. Exactly. That's everything you need to know about the Colorado Rockies in one sentence. They traded, ready, ready? Everybody just follow this they traded nolan arenado <laughs> for a bag of stale potato chips that's exactly what happened so when you talk about a collapse most oftentimes on this show we've gone back into the archives or we've talked about the history the rockies are just bad now they're just collapsing now drew they went 68 and 94 in 2022 they went 74 and 87 the year before that drew they haven't had a winning season since 2018 that's when they had Nolan Arenado. Yeah. You know when Nolan Arenado left? 2019. <laughs> so, or I guess it was it was the year after that. But the point is, the Rockies haven't been good since Nolan Arenado left. <clears throat> Coincidence? I think not. No. So they the got Rockies, CJ Crone. CJ Crone. Yeah. It's all CJ, right. CJ Crone is basically the yeah. The, there's no there's no words to describe what CJ Crone is to the Rockies because you can't figure him out. Yeah. You can't really figure out who CJ Crone is. Is he the superstar for the Rockies? Right. Who, what is a superstar at the Rockies? Like, yeah. Again, Charlie Blackman is a great player. 
But when you think about the Rockies, you don't think of Charlie Blackman being this great leadoff hitter. You think of Charlie Blackman and his beard. Yeah. Like, that's what this has come to. So, and yes, by the way, they got swept in the World Series by the by the Red Sox. So, Rockies fans, like, again, I think I said this, Drew, like, I, a couple weeks back with another team, well, at least you got this team. The Rockies have the Broncos. <laughs> like, it's bad right now, man. It's bad. So, there you go. That's that's the uh, the collapse the Colorado Rockies, and that that is the first time on this show that it's a current collapse. Current. Yeah. You've traded away everything, so they're not going to be making any noise anytime soon. But Colorado Rockies, man, big woof, big yeah. woof. You know, whenever you run out of teams for the segment, and you need a new segment. I think you need to uh, switch over to like worst trades in MLB history, something like that. Go. That would be uh, I think that's right down your alley, but. There you go. That's that that is up there as one of the worst ones. Yeah. Easily. Easily. Might have just covered it. All righty. All right, Drew, what we got? Moving on. We're doing another this or that. You guys seem to love this uh segment on TikTok. Much love. Um so we're bringing you another one. We have I have three questions here for AJ. Um I don't know. We'll see we'll see what he comes up with, but uh we'll get right into it. So who will you rely on to close out a game? All right. Josh Hader. Oh. Yeah. Josh Hader or Ryan Presley? It's an interesting one. It, yeah. Ryan Presley. And here's why. No, it's not because Josh Hader plays for the Brewers. I'm not just trying to be biased. Padres, no. And when I, I play for the Padres. Um, Josh Hader... Great, great closer. I mean, all all time talent. You're telling me right now, bro. Yeah. Like right now, Josh Hader struggled a lot this past, like in 2022, like a lot. Um, I think like with a lot of these questions, man, like if we went in a time machine and went back to 2019 or something with a lot of these questions, it'd be completely different on the polar opposite. For sure. We're talking to 2022. And Ryan Presley, Ryan Presley's kind of got like that villain origin story, right? He was part of the the Astros team that cheated. But if you look at Ryan Presley even now, in the camera angles that they have of him pitching, his hat kind of like covers his eyes. So he's almost like this ominous figure like you don't want to face. Like that's that's the guy I want, man. I want the guy that you don't even like, who is that out there? Um, Ryan Presley is... I mean, he's a stud, man. He's a stud. I don't even need, oh, he's all-star this, all-star that. I just need a guy who's going to close out a game. And right now, I might get I might get a bash in the comments, but Ryan Presley, I would take Ryan Presley over Josh Hader right now. I'd agree. Right now. All righty. Here's one. Better all-around player, batting, fielding. Uh, Brian Reynolds or Andrew Benintendi? All-time. All-time throughout their career. Are you... <laughs> Are you bringing up the Brian Reynolds thing because of the pirate stuff that just came out recently? Yes, sir. <laughs> gotta got him gotta have him oh, in the segment. Oh man. So this is all around? Yep. Just all throughout around, their whole bro. career. Oh, whole career. Okay. Yeah. Um Gimme Ben Attendee, bro. Mm-hmm. Gimme Ben Attendee. Brian Reynolds' career, what has it been? Yeah. What has it been? Honestly. <clears throat> are we gonna talk about his stats or are we gonna talk about what his career has been? Because his career 
you would if you opened a baseball history book, you would not even know the P- Pittsburgh Pirates existed. That's kind of what the Pittsburgh Pirates have been. Andrew Benatendi has been on the Red Sox. Wasn't he on the World Series champion Red Sox team? Yes, sir. He made yeah, that uh, he's diving, a World Series champion. That diving catch. Diving catch. Yes, yeah. that's that's what I thought of. Yeah. Um, and now you know he he's he's a he's in free agent talks. Like he went from the Royals to the Yankees. Like he's been all over the place. We're just now hearing about Brian Reynolds. And Drew, I think that's more because of where he's been playing than who he yeah. actually is as a player. I think Brian Reynolds is great. No one knows that he's great. It's like when you're it's like when you're watching um, a college football game and it's like ESPN primetime or something, and you're scrolling through channels during a commercial break or something, and you like find this random channel, you're like, what what teams are those? Right. And you turn on the game and the camera's grainy <laughs> and like the commentators don't know what they're talking about. Like that's what Brian Reynolds and the Pittsburgh Pirates are. You have no clue they even exist. If not for O'Neill Cruz in 2022, would the Pittsburgh Pirates even have been relevant on a highlight reel? No. So, give me Andrew Benatendi. He's he's a stud, man. I agree. Uh, biggest thing with that for me is uh, playoff experience. Man's yeah. played in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. All righty. Yeah. Last one I have for you. In honor of our Brewers, top five Brewers, we have a Brewer on this list. <laughs> Who are You just got to rely on this player to hit a home run. That's it. You're just relying on him. Uh, three strikes. Uh, Prince Fielder or Aaron Judge? <laughs> oh, I hate that question so much. Um, just for one at bat? Just one at bat. Wow. Drew, I mean, I want Prince Fielder, dude. All right. (laughs) I want Prince Fielder, man. Like, I think that he has, we talked about, I think, before, but just the way his baseball career ended was so sad because that guy, that guy was so lovable, uh, which also makes me hate why he was on the Brewers, but... (laughs) You, you've even mentioned this about Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge had a great 62 home run season. It's not going to happen again. It's the first time that's happened, and we don't even know whether or not he's, like, fully good. That makes yeah. sense. We know he's good. We know he's great. Is he really great? Is he a super – like, we're going to find that out this year. Yes, sir. Um, or, I guess, in 2023. So, Prince Fielder has already proven it. His career is over. Yeah. I, I want Prince Fielder. Sorry. All right. Well, that's all I got for you. Wow, that, Hope that, you guys that was, enjoyed that. That felt easier than I think it actually was, but no, yeah, it was. <sighs> yeah. All right, well, it's time for another uh, segment that you guys have I've loved. We're bringing it back in. Um, no, no greatest of all time position player this episode, um, which I guess is just kind of the tease for you guys to come back. Just come on back to us. We're coming. We're coming more with it. Overrated or underrated? We are back uh, to the grind with this. Uh, we each give each other three names. The three names that we have are ones that the other person doesn't know we have. And it's a basic question. Is that person <coughs> overrated or underrated? Or, which we haven't done yet, are they rightly rated? Do oh, we put them in a category where that's an option, I wouldn't say they're overrated or underrated? So we'll see if that, that happens this segment. But Drew, I'll let you go first. All right. Start off. Hall of Fame or not. Uh, oh, we're no, doing a Hall of Fame we're, right now? We're doing overrated, underrated. I'm sorry. I'm looking at <laughs> the wrong just, list. You tried to jump the gun. Overrated or underrated. Yeah. 
Overrated or underrated? Andrew McCutcheon. <laughs> you're, overrated! You're guy. Oh, yes, Drew. You picked the one guy. Drew, you, see, this is this is why, people, this is why I love having Drew as a co-host because sometimes he kind of goes, like, push the buttons. And then sometimes he's like, hey, I know we're doing top five brewers, but watch this. And he picks the one guy that has spent his whole career on the Pirates and the Brewers. Oh, yes, Drew. Easy answer. Like, we just need to move. I, I don't need, I, do we have to defend that? Do I have to defend you, that? You don't. You don't. Andrew you don't McCutcheon is over. Besides Javi Baez, there might not be a more overrated individual. Like, and I know I'm biased in saying that, but Andrew McCutcheon, man. Let's stop this. Let's stop this, man. I, I'm not even going to defend it. I think it's the first time I've, I'm just not even going to say anything else. He's overrated. All righty. <laughs> Moving on. Um... Overrated or underrated? Shane Bieber. Shane Bieber. I'm going to go with underrated. All right. Yeah, you know, maybe. if we're, we're adding that new option for neutral or whatever. Yeah. I would go there, but I, I think I'm going to get a, I'm going to slide with it. Give him, give him the underrated last season. Guardians really proved themselves. There's hitters, uh, him just on the mound, um, you know, backing up his team there. I mean, he's great. I mean, he's he's pretty consistent, so I mean that's that's main factor, and um, yeah, I mean he probably won't have he probably doesn't even have to buy a meal in Cleveland just because, but there's not many players that uh, are like that for the Guardians, but he's one of them probably. So I'll go underrated. He's very underrated. I agree. Alrighty, overrated. <laughs> Here we go. Overrated oh. or underrated? O'Neill Cruz. Drew, I love you, Drew. All right. Um, <laughs> O'Neal Cruz. Ooh. <laughs> can, can, can I say overrated already? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can agree. Can I say he's it, overrated but... already? Can I say that? Am I allowed? Am I allowed to say that? It's your, uh, it's your answer, so. O'Neal Cruz is so overrated. The whole, the only reason I'm glad even I brought this up in the uh, when you brought Brian Reynolds earlier. The only reason O'Neal Cruz is relevant is because the Pittsburgh Pirates need to be relevant. That's the only reason. I think we need I, to make that argument. I would add on because he like throws it ninety whatever mile per hour to first but base. But true. Would would the pit? I, I'll say it again. Would the Pittsburgh Pirates even have a reason to be on MLB Network, ESPN? If not for a player like that, probably not. Like, you really want to see them lose thirteen to zero to the Reds? No. So I might already call <laughs> call him overrated. I'm sorry. I'm gonna call him overrated answer, already. Bro. I I think um, yeah. I think he's very overrated. What was I gonna bring up? Yeah, he uh, he came from the Dodgers. I wonder how that ended up. I don't. I never really. Well, thank the, goodness the, he's not on the, the Dodgers. Yeah, that would have. That would have been nasty yeah all right here's an interesting one overrated or underrated craig kembrell oh my god overrated so overrated free agent this year i'm gonna be the quickest answer you've given on this show overrated uh if we're talking about red sox craig kembrell i would say like neutral (laughs) but now i mean this man's been on almost like every mlb team in the last like two years um free agent right now 
we'll see what happens. I mean, he has a lot of redemption to go through if he wants mm. to even be near neutral. So, mm. yeah, overrated. Are you even going to give a reason why he's overrated? Or you... He's just bad, bro. He's just <laughs> been bad. He's not. He's not that. I've said that before. He is not that Red Sox Craig Kimbrell anymore. I don't even. What is what's his ERA last season ERA? I'm not even gonna. I got nothing. There's no point. There's no point. I got nothing. <laughs> All right, what you got? Alrighty, last one. You better answer this right. Over, <laughs> overrated or underrated? Bo Bichette. Underrated. So underrated. Yes. But Bo Bichette is. I think if not for Jose Altuve, if not for um, Dustin Pedroia, if not for who's another guy that fits that category, just like short but powerful hitters, yeah. I think Bob Bichette would be in that conversation as the greatest of all time in that category. Again, if not for those guys. Um, for his size, bro, mm-hmm. he hits cleanup. He hits cleanup for the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Um, Yeah, Bo Bichette, dude. That, that's not even... Like, anyone who calls him overrated is just salty. Yeah. Like, at least Muth or O'Neal Cruz, like... O'Neal Cruz hasn't done anything. He plays for the Pirates. Like, Bo Bichette has... Bo Bichette's one of the reasons the Blue Jays have been so good. Yeah. Now, if they can win some playoff games, that would help, but... <laughs> yes, sir. Um, yeah, he's super underrated. Super underrated. Um, what was I gonna say about him? I don't even remember. I mean, if like uh, if Fernando Tatis Jr. wasn't in the league and like all these other younger shortstops, he would uh, he'd be like the face of all the shortstops. So, like when compared to like Tatis, like all the younger shortstops. So, interesting. You bring up Fernando Tatis Jr. Drew. Really. Overrated or underrated, Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> I'm going to say underrated. Yes, sir. Underrated. Talk about it, e- Drew. Easily underrated. Talk um, about it. What did he do? He matched his dad with, however, two two grand slams in the game. Was it two? Yep. Um, that stat alone, I mean, crazy. Ignoring the PED stuff, he's going to come back. He's still, what is, he's probably late 20s now. I don't yep. even know. Probably not. He's probably like 25, 24. I don't know, but... um. Yeah, I mean he's gonna come back and he's gonna be the same. So he didn't he didn't go anywhere. Yep, most exciting player in baseball. No way he's overrated, man. No way. In fact, we're talking about him as a what if story. That tells you everything you need to know about his superstar potential. Exactly. So I hope he doesn't get injured anymore. I want to see him just take baseball by storm, man. Ken Griffey yeah. Jr. style. Oh, speaking of Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, are you coming at my guy? Yes, sir. Let's go. Players from the past. This is our third time. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr., he has the spotlight for this episode. Yes. And, um, you know, it's his early life. Uh, it's not really much different than what you would expect. So, um, born in Pennsylvania when he was three, him and his family moved to Cincinnati because uh, his dad played for the Reds, obviously. And that was when he was three. I don't know if I said that or not. He was three years old when they made that move. And um, when... Uh, we was around the same age, a little, little older. Uh, Griffey Jr., he was actually in the clubhouse during the 
uh, championships in the 75 and 76 World Series for the Reds. So that's pretty cool. Wow. Um, right in the clubhouse. Uh, when Griffey Jr. was a child, his father would make sure he understood to have pride in a team accomplishment rather than an individual performance. Uh, there's a quote here from Griffey Jr. My dad would have bopped me on the head when I was when I was a kid if I came home bragging about what I did on the field. He only wanted to know what the team did. So I love it. there you have that. I love um, it. And it's just kind of ironic because he was on the Mariners and they never won. So, I mean... <laughs> um and yeah the high school that griffey jr went to was the same high school of his future teammate barry larkin there you have that and uh when he was in high school for the two seasons he played high school baseball he hit 478 with 17 home runs this is in high school so i mean it's whatever and then we have uh we have his stats we already know what kind of player he was um 13-time 13, 13 All-Star in the 90, 1990, 2000, 2004, 2007, uh, AL MVP in 1997, 10-time Gold Glove Award, 7-time Silver Slugger, NL Comeback Player of the Year in 2005. That's pretty cool. 4-time um, AL Home Run Leader, AL RBI Leader, and number tw- 24 is obviously retired by the Mariners. So. You talk about the shoe deal? I did not. You can talk about that. I've already. I think about we already did talk about it. Yeah, I've already mentioned it way too many times. Yeah. Well, <sighs> there you have it. I mean, just sort of similar to these other uh, players that are on this segment, Derek Jeter, Mike Piazza, just grown into this baseball world right away, and yep. they become superstars. So it's always he, nice to dig into their past and see what they were about. If he doesn't get injured, Drew, where where does he rank all time? Huh. If he doesn't get injured, where does he rank all time? Ooh. I mean. He's number five, like, five or six on the home run list, I think. With an yeah. injury. Yeah. I'd say right about there. So you, you'd put him fifth or oh, sixth. Oh, with the with the injury, you said. With the injury, he's fifth or sixth. Okay. So oh, without man. the injury. I'd put him. Probably three or two. Three home or two. runs or all time? Home runs. Here's see where you put them all time. That might be a discuss. That's gonna be a discussion. That, no, we gotta we gotta save all that. We're saving all that for when we oh, do we our big, our big. Uh, I don't even know how many players will do top whatever of the MLB all time. That would be fun. We gotta That'll talk about that, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna we're gonna marinate about that. But yeah. Until then, we're gonna continue to. Uh, to see, this one hasn't really been that debate filled. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see if, if Hall of Fame or not can, uh, can get the juices flowing a little bit. This one seems a little bit too friendly today, Drew. I think we need to, to get all fired up about something. So Hall of Fame or not, we're back again with it. Um, it is time to talk about players that might be currently on a Hall of Fame ballot or are currently playing. Do we wonder about their Hall of Fame status? Um, so Drew, you started overrated or underrated. I will start Hall of Fame or not. Alrighty. I believe he is currently on the Hall of Fame ballot, I think. Okay. It's for the 2022 Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame or not? Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland. Uh is he on the current Hall of Fame ballot? I believe so. Is he first year? I think it's his first year. I'm going to look it up while you think. 
Yeah, let me know. Let me know if it's first year. Because if it's first year, I'm gonna say no. If I'm putting myself in the uh, the voters' hands, there's uh, the other first years on there. Who's on there, dude? Um, I just made a video about it. If you can tell me, let's see. I'm gonna bring up the picture myself actually, real yep, quick. Yep, he's actually... on the first first year Hall of Fame ballot. Who else? If you can, uh, if you can name. Oh, you know what? Actually, this is his fifth year on the Hall of Fame. Is ballot. it really? I took a screenshot of it. I don't know where it went. All right, well, I'm pretty sure there's, like, Andy Pettit. I don't know if yep. Don Mattingly's first year, but I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say no. Um, I mean, he's been trying to get in for five years, man. It's it's well, usually it's the names blocking the player. So, like, if you if, do you have the do you have the picture brought up? So I have I have it's baseball reference. I want to know but his fir- first year right now. So here's 2022. So you have a bunch of different names. There's Jimmy Rollins. You got, or there's Andy Pettit, Jimmy Rollins, Torrey Hunter. I'm just listing a couple names. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to say no right now, but I he eventually will 100% get in. Okay. So you do believe he's a Hall of Fame? Yeah. It's just, okay. it's the it's the name. It's the names, bro. Like, Who's that, a, that's uh, there was, they were talking about someone on MLB Network that just cons Kurt Schilling because he's always he's always with like stack names and it's based because uh, like the year you're tired that's like yeah. what it's it's all about so uh, yeah he'll eventually get in hundred percent great player yeah alrighty Hall of Fame or not Evan Longoria hmm. <laughs> Evan Longoria. That's a fringe one, dude. Yeah. I'm, oh man, that's tough. I'm going to lean no. I'm going to lean no. Um, I'm tempted to kind of put him in that Carmelo Anthony category. Yeah. Of like, he's never won anything, but he's just been consistently good. But he hasn't really been... He's definitely slowed down. He's slowed like, down a lot, but I'm not going to hold that against him because his raise yeah. years were great. But what I will say is even during his raise years, like he wasn't the upper echelon, if that makes sense. Yeah. He was just, he was really good. Like I'm not, not calling him a scrub. He was really good, but we're talking about hall of fame, dude. Like we're talking about hall of fame player. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't put him in the hall of fame right now. I really can't. Understandable. Um, Prove us wrong. Prove us wrong, Evan. Right. Uh, you remember the video that used to be on YouTube? Like he was doing an interview or something. He turns around and catches the Dude. ball bare hand. Was that? I don't know if that was ever real, but I know it looked kind of fake. But if it's real, that's dope. Props to him. That will get you All in the right. Hall of Fame. This is one of your former guys. Alrighty. Spent some of his time with the Yankees, but more more famous for his time with another team. Hall of Famer now, CC Sabathia. Yes. He's won. He was dominant. Um, when he came, I th- he came from the Brewers yep. to the Yankees. Yeah, so that deal was it was a big deal in, uh, in New York City, I remember. And, um, yeah, he's always been dominant. He's won. I mean. Is he, he was, a world he was, champion as well? Yeah, 09. 09. He was on that 09 team. I'm, that, I think that's like his only, it's the only time he won. But, yeah, yeah I'm going to say yeah. I would agree. Um, 
let's see. All right. Hall of Fame or not, Michael Brantley. Michael Brantley. Michael Brantley. These are just like, this just feels like a very thought-provoking episode, you know? Like, a lot of these times, it's just like these, like, we're going to have these outlandish takes. And these are just yeah. like, man, let me sit down and think about that. Michael right. Brantley. Astro currently. Right. That dynasty, that upcoming dynasty. Part of the that dynasty, we have. and he was on the in, the Indian slash Guardians before that. Consistent player. Very consistent. Yeah. Is he a two time champ? Um, I'm pretty sure he was on that 2017 team. So. He you know, he reminds me. 2022 team. I thought he got traded. No, he's still on the Astros. He's still on the Astros. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, he does. He has won twice then. I'm mm. twice. It's 2017. Twice. See, I feel like if I say yes to this one, I have to say yes to Evan Longoria. So I'm gonna stick to my guns and say no. Yeah, I was gonna um, say they're very uh very similar. similar, very consistent, and yeah. Yeah, very similar. So I'm gonna say no. Um, again, great, great player, but talk about the Hall of Fame. We're not just talking about you know your friends' top five list. Like this is best of all time in baseball. So yeah. Um. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see once he finally retires, both him and Longoria, see what the discussions are. But yeah, it's tough for me right now. Put him in the Hall of Fame. For sure. I okay. agree. This one might be a little a little spicy. Oh, boy. Hall of Fame or not? Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosmer. <laughs> um, Currently man. playing on the Red Sox. Yeah. Did he he won with the Royals, right? Won with the Royals. Dropped off man. a little bit with the Padres, but was still He was last season there was like he was streaky, man. Um Yep. Dude, that is tough. I I just think about him because of the Royals. So Yeah, I mean, if you're thinking about that but how many years was he on the Royals? It was probably first good first part of his career. I mean, he's been around the league. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say yes. Um, okay. if he, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. If he, uh, continues, I mean, he, before he was traded the Red Sox last season, like I said, he was getting really hot. And, um, if we can, if you can get more consistent, if we can see that I'm going to give him the edge and I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say hall of famer. Okay. If he gets on another, I'm not sure. Is he on the Red Sox this season or is this... he got traded at the trade deadline? Yeah. So he's, he's there. Um, yeah, I mean. If the Red Sox come become contenders again, it's true. Gets another win, yeah, for sure. Why not? It's a good point. Yeah, I would say no right now, but if the if the Red Sox do something the next couple of years, yeah, them on the squad. I'll give them the edge though. Um, alrighty, here's my last one. Hall of Fame or not, Zach Granke. Yes, yes. Not even hesitation. Yeah, he's, yes, sir. I mean, he's one of the only pitchers in baseball history to put up the number of pitch he's gonna throw. And still yeah. strike you out. I mean, that's just cold blooded, bro. <clears throat> that is cold blooded. Um, but here's the other thing about Zach Greenkey. And it's Universal DH now. So no one will even probably remember this that grows up in this era, this era of baseball moving forward. Zach Greenkey, can we talk about Zach Greenkey as maybe one of the best hitting pitchers of all time? Yeah. Can we talk about that? I know yeah. Madison Bumgarner, I know Adam Wainwright, my guy. Like I know, um, who's Degrom a little bit, Degrom a little bit, Degrom a little bit, yeah. Zach Grinky would yoke, man. Like 
This guy was gapping doubles and triples. And I mean, he, when, when he was pitching, it was like, all right, we're good. Put him in the nine hole. We'll be all right. Yeah. I, that alone puts him in hall of fame category. And oh yeah, by the way, he's one of the best pitchers year in and year out. Um, he's kind of been streaky last couple of years, but before that, man, like, I think it's cool too. He's coming back to the Royals. Yeah. Um, or at least I think it's rumored. Either, no, he is. He's back. In the no, Royals. he's yeah. yeah. He's already on the Royals. Again. Yeah. So that's cool. He's finishing his career there. So, um, easy, easy hall of famer. A little, easy. a little mini, uh, Shohei Otani right there. You know, there you go. Well, Shohei's a little bit better hitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little mini, mini, a little mini Shohei. Yeah. A little mini Shohei. There you go. Alrighty. Uh, well, we've been uh we've been buying our time. Um, this isn't even like 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 I said, Drew. Like I don't even think this is this is a a debate episode more so than it is like let's just get things off our chest. Uh, winter meetings have officially started for 2022, 2023 in San Diego, but some teams got ahead of the punch, um, and within the first 48 hours of the winter meetings, have already dropped bombs. Um, yes, so I'll just sir. list the first two, Drew, and then I want you to just go. You you, okay. you give me your thoughts. For sure. Uh, Jacob DeGrom was traded to the Rangers. Yeah. For a boat ton of money. Huge. Um, So I'll let Drew speak on that in just a second. And then literally an hour before we started recording. So we missed the the live reaction by an hour. So close. It's happening. Justin Verlander to Drew's favorite team, the New York (laughs) Mets. For two years, 86 million. (laughs) 43 million dollars a year drew go He's ahead old. all right um jacob Degrom. there is no way that he wanted to come back to the mets there's no way that steve cohen uh did not like come back another with another offer there's there's no way um but there was talk that the mets went to him for an extension in 2021 and like his camp said, we're looking for like a five-year, $190 million contract. And there he is, similar to the Rangers deal. So maybe the Mets did back out. I don't know. Um, but I hope he uh, he stays healthy over there in Texas, uh, one of the greatest. And if he does stay healthy, they really should upgrade that bullpen. Um, maybe get like an out, go out and get like an Andrew Benintendi, maybe another outfielder. And they're, uh, they're contenders, 100%. But um, really, yeah, I believe it, hundred percent. And Marcus right Simeon, now? Marcus Simeon, that's a that's a big thing. He he did not have like that Blue Jays season he had. He needs to he needs to be hot like right off the start. And he was really consistent with the Blue Jays. But so hold on yeah. before you keep going. Maybe are not right now. Maybe not right now. Okay, I was saying, are right you talking twenty twenty three. Are you talking about like the next five years? Yeah, like next five years. Uh, if they gotta they gotta add more uh, more pieces, but they're uh they're solid. Um. And I'm I'm happy to see it. So he's not a Met anymore. It's, it's hilarious seeing <laughs> that. Um, and then you have Justin Verlander. I was gonna say I'm like out of the frying pan into the fire, man. <laughs> reunited, reunited with uh, his former teammate Max Scherzer. That's pretty cool. Um, I'm sure they're not in the the spot they'd want to be in. The same team. I'm sure they'd want to be on a different team. That's just what I'm thinking. Um, but um, yeah, he's 39 years old. Two year deal. It's not that bad. Coming off the season he had, that's not a bad deal. Um, it's age is always a factor, and um, yeah, he's not uh, he's not on the Astros anymore, so it'll be nice to not face him anymore. So, mm. but yeah, I think that's I think that's a solid deal. Um, the Mets can't be done. There's got to be they got to do something. Um, 
yeah what are your what are your takes on the grom and i yeah i agree with the rangers thing um next five years i was i was really curious if you were gonna just jump and say hey they're they're we never know though i mean the phillies the phillies came out of nowhere too yeah the phillies were kind of like you saw like something was kind of lurking with the phillies they were clicking yeah they were like even before this year or before 2022 you saw kind of there were some things going on the phillies were phillies were ready to do that so um yeah the rangers rangers are such an interesting team man because they i mean you get Corey seager you get marcus Simeon. i know they didn't have the greatest of seasons um but the rangers just they've never been the same since that 2011 2012 team bro like yeah they just they've never returned to form there so it's gonna take a lot jacob de is a major piece Mm-hmm. But I agree. I think they need some more pieces there. Um, the Mets thing is intriguing to me. Yeah. And here's why. The the Justin Verlander deal is great right now. Only based off that last year. That's, yeah. It's great right now. Understand what I'm saying, people. I'm not trying to bash Justin Verlander. But if we think Justin Verlander is about to have the season he had last season... In 2022, <laughs> going in 2023, I think we're kidding ourselves. What's my point? $43 million a year for a guy that's 39, going to be 40 probably at the end of the season. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. And by the way, the New York Mets, who are they? <laughs> I thought they were, I mean, Drew, they won a hundred games in 2022. I thought they were supposed to be the team to compete for a world series. You couldn't get out of the wild card round. I'm just like, if Justin Verlander had gone to, well, it was rumored. He was going to go to the Cardinals, right? If Justin Verlander came to us, done deal. Like we're right back in the thick of it. Yeah. We just got to get over the hump. He went to the Mets. Another division too. He's another in a division. division. So he's going to be facing, He's facing batters. He's, I mean, Mookie Betts, Fernando Tatis, uh, Juan Soto. Yep. So he's I mean, changing it's, divisions. It's, and by the way, we're talking about just the National League in general. Just think about the NL East. The Phillies are good now. The Braves aren't aren't gonna go away. They got everybody locked up till the next generation. Yeah. The Marlins cleaned house, brought everybody new in. The Marlins were a scrappy team last year. Are the Marlins just missing one piece to be? So we act like the Mets are just going to be right back in the thick of it. And they're going to get $43 million a year for a guy that had the best season of his career. And I'm wondering if the Mets are just banking on him being that guy again. Justin Verlander is great. He's probably going to be top 10 again this year, like in 2023. Like I get it. But the New York Mets are such a basket case, dude. You're a Yankees fan. You know this. Yeah. They're a basket case. I'm really curious to see what the Mets do. Yeah, Verlander, like I said, facing all these newer hitters that he's never really faced. DeGrom going to a different division, he can probably handle it. You know, he's older still, but, I mean, he's he's one of the best. So, I think he'll he'll be just fine. Um, Back to you saying something about the Marlins. Brian Reynolds should be, like, a priority for them, dude. That would be... I think, yeah, I think the Marlins are missing... The Marlins are missing two pieces, right? Because you got Sandy Alcantara. Mm-hmm. 
You have Miguel Rojas. Yep. You have Jazz Chisholm. Like you have yeah. good infield locked up. Jesus Aguilar. Um, you have uh, the outfielder whose name I'm blanking on right now. Um, uh, traded from the Brewers. You know what I'm talking about? Dude, it's, it's right there. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it. <laughs> I want to make a joke about the Brewers again, but um, the the Marlins are missing a, either another bat, so outfield or infield, and one pitcher, dude. I'm dead serious, y'all. They are missing two pieces. You got Skip Schumacher, yeah, as your new manager. You have the best pitcher in the National League, Sandy Alcantara, and you have a sneaky good offense. And one bullpen arm, I guess. So three pieces. They get those three pieces or make some moves before the trade deadline. The Miami Marlins could be legit. Yeah. Will they do it is the is only question. Yeah, please, so, please make some moves because we don't need another Mike Trout situation here where Sandy's never going to win. Oh, <laughs> please no. Please that no. That man... Um, you said not another Brewers joke. We gotta, we gotta talk about, we gotta talk about this random um, Jesse Winker Colton Wong trade here. <laughs> He's free. What, He's what free. The, what are the Brewers doing, bro? He's free, Drew. He's free. What is the point of that, Drew? Just when you thought the MLB doesn't listen to our podcast, last week I said, "Why did Colton Wong get traded to the Brewers?" And he gets traded. Yes. So. I love that because, by the way, he's going to the Seattle Mariners, who if I had to pick an American League team, it's the Seattle Mariners, bro. Like, sorry, it's not the Yankees, but, like, I love what the Mariners are doing. You get him with Julio Rodriguez and J.P. Oh, man. Like, I love that. Bro, (laughs) if you live in Wisconsin, I wonder if, if people just need to look at their resumes of the jobs they have currently right now and be like, I wonder if I should submit this to be a general manager for a Wisconsin professional professional <laughs> team. Because unless you're the Milwaukee Bucks who just won a championship, you currently have a reeling, reeling, reeling rebuilding Packers team whose quarterback has a broken thumb. And the Milwaukee Brewers, who traded away what we talked about earlier, a top five closer of all time. And now you're infield. Oh, but we got Jesse Jesse Winker. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, did I miss the part where Jesse Winker is going to be the second coming of King Griffey Jr. or something? Jesse Winker? Oh, it's okay, guys. Jesse Winker's our fix. What? Drew, I'm hearing now they want to get rid of Hunter Renfro. Oh, I just, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. This is the most Brewers thing ever. So people in Wisconsin, like if you listen to our podcast, I'd say just... Submit your resume to MilwaukeeBrewers.com because that's the that's what they're missing right now. They're missing a level-headed person with a brain. It makes ridiculous, no bro. They're laughable. There was talks about uh, Glaber going to the Mariners for Jesse Winker, and I did not. I'd rather have Ben Attendee. Just give like, him the who, deal. What? What is this? Like, what is this? He had like one good season with the Reds and then... Right. What are these roses that we're giving Jesse Winker all of a sudden? Yeah. So, I don't get that. The other one, I texted you this. I was going to bring it up. Carlos Santana 
to the Pittsburgh oh, yeah. Pirates. Yeah. Ooh. Like, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. do we want me to do? Oh, guys, it's Carlos Santana and Neil Cruz now. They're legit. Stop. Stop. They, the Pittsburgh they are Pirates <laughs> just effectively ended Carlos Santana's career. They effectively <laughs> yeah, and, ended and, it. And Brian Reynolds is over here trying to get out of it, requesting right. a trade. They offered him the biggest contract in uh, franchise history. He said no. He wants Did you out. See the, did you see the tweet after he requested a trade? And it was like it was like one of the MLB insiders. It's like the, or the, the Pittsburgh Pirates have informed, have informed us that they are not budging despite Brian Reynolds' request. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? Team is a joke. Really what is. does it mean? So let's stop talking about the NL Central because I'll just I'll I won't be able yeah. to contain myself. What are your other thoughts about winter meetings as as we uh, get into the thick of this? I'm gonna say Aaron Judge here. He's gonna sign in like the next week. Come on now, it's happening. It's Come happening. On. Um, drop a number. Drop a number. It's gonna. He's seeking a nine year deal. So okay. I'm thinking like nine years, any for anywhere from like 300 million. It's not gonna be 300 million. It's gonna be over that like 330, 35, like 40 ish range. Um, and if the Yankees back out, big possibility. I feel like they're gonna be targeting like one of these short stops, maybe a Trey Turner, um, lead off just speed, which I wouldn't mind if he wants to walk, chase the money. B. Robinson can know, but. You can come back and like own the Yankees. Like he's he's the face, dude. Not yeah. many players can. It's up. It's up to him. But but Drew, you have <laughs> you have IKF. What, the Mets, dude. No IK. <laughs> Hopefully we see him in a trade here. Hopefully we see him in a trade. <laughs> you don't need a shortstop, Drew. You have IKF. No, we don't need a short. We got all these young kids that should be playing. But oh, we signed any, any other any other non-Yankees thoughts you have for for winter meetings things that you're hearing or seeing yeah um the cubs are going to be landing one of these short stops carlos correa maybe um okay forget i asked besides the cubs <laughs> besides the cubs <laughs> i don't know I want, i'm interested to see where uh rodan ends up that's uh yep. that's pretty big um hopefully a yankee um i don't know there's there's not much being said right now but i feel like something's gonna like just happen out of nowhere like judges is gonna sign like next tomorrow or something something's yeah. gonna some some crazy is gonna happen drew i got some news yeah not right now at least not let me, right now let me check real quick let me make sure it's not right now yeah not right now st louis cardinals are in the market for a shortstop dude i told you and i don't you know how i feel no. about it you said no i said what about carlos Correa, about trey turner because I feel like we're wasting our time when we could be getting a short or we gain a catcher or another yeah. bat. I know a shortstop's technically another bat, but I'm just worried we're gonna drop a lot of money on a shortstop and not be able to get anybody else. When we need a catcher. We don't need a shortstop. We need a catcher. I don't want Andrew Kisner or Ivan Herrera. Yeah, okay? if uh if I'm the Cardinals, I would focus on like maybe a Sean Murphy, not a crazy bat, but I mean has that I'm still about Wilson Contreras, bro. Until yeah. until I see the news that he signed somewhere else. I'm It's gonna be the Astros. Let's let's be real. Stop it's gonna... it, bro. Stop it. Don't do that. Don't do that to my heart. Don't do that to my heart. The Cardinals are in the market for a shortstop. 
So I've heard. And I, again, I, don't, I just don't know how to feel about it. So there's that. And then I mentioned the Mets. I'm also very curious to see what the Giants do. Because there's all this, oh, we're not going to be outbid by Aaron Judge. We know that's a joke. So I'm, ser- I'm I'm curious to see what the Giants do because they won't be getting Aaron Judge. Um, and the Dodgers are always a player. I'm I'm just curious. The Dodgers and the Padres are are going to be the most fascinating moving forward. Yeah. Um, I've heard the Padres have talked to Trey Turner, mm-hmm. and so there's that. And it's like if you, I was just talking to my buddy. If you get Trey Turner, you can say goodbye it's to over. Juan Soto. Like oh, I'm yeah. able to time Juan Soto, but you would still get that lineup for two years, which, bro, Tatis, Machado, <laughs> Soto, Turner. Might be, like, the greatest lineup ever combined. I mean, Ever assembled, bro. Like, that would that would blow the Dodgers lineup out of the water. Easily. So, they're always players in that. NL West is, is kind of where all the money's going now, obviously. Um... Yeah, so it's it's gonna be interesting. Uh, I was really hoping we were gonna have something while we were recording, but unfortunately, it looks like we're not we're not gonna get anything. So, um, any any other uh, any other rumors or stuff that you're hearing? Fi- final thoughts you got? I mean, circling back to Judge. I mean, okay, the Giants outbid the Yankees. Man gets he's gonna get paid like three hundred fifty million. That's it's great. He wants to win. The Giants aren't going to spend anywhere else. It's a judge, and then right. they're done. So, right. realistically, I don't think we're seeing judge on the Giants. And that's yeah, that's easy. Like I think people know that. I think the Giants know that. Yeah, um, they're just trying to be these big. Uh, they're just basically trying to scare the Yankees. So it's not happening. I agree with you. I think I think he's going to come back to to New York, which which will be great. I think it'd be great to see see Judge as a Yankee the rest of his career. But let us know your guys' thoughts in the comments as always. Uh, feel free to watch us on Clutch Points at MLB uh, on YouTube and TikTok. And as always, our podcast is available on all podcast streaming platforms. Um, but until next week, when Drew and I will get back to debating, I'm Carlos Fanatic, AJ Caldwell. That's the Yankees Rider Die Guy, Drew Zagrosi. And we will see you guys on the other side of the winter meetings. See you guys. Peace out.